Okay, so surprise, surprise, I am actually back. I think I said I wouldn't be before my wedding. Today is the day before my wedding, but uh, uh, I wanted to do a quick podcast today because I wanted to talk about a book I've been reading called Atomic Habits. Uh, This is a book that it was the right book at the right time for me. Um, If if it had come to me at another time, I think maybe I I wouldn't have been quite ready for it. And maybe not for the, the obvious reasons. I find there's a lot in the book that is... It's that idea that you're learning something that you already knew. Um, but maybe you didn't know you knew or it's presenting itself in a different way. Uh, that's what's great about the book is it it's very common sense. It's very down to earth. The author, unless I'm mistaken, um, he's not, he doesn't claim to be a, um, uh, like a doctor or anything like that. Uh, he just happens to be a guy who started writing on the topic of habits and, and uh, through his writing found, well, and, and through his practical life found, found methods that exist. And, and he says flat out, he, he very humble guy, like which, which I admire. Um, he says flat out a lot of the things that I'm talking about, like they're old psychological principles that I'm kind of just pulling together and pooling together in, in this, um, in, in this book. And, and he says, he makes a statement in the introduction, which is quite nice, which is, he said, you know, it's entirely possible that, that there's going to be some things, some mistakes in here. I'm human, you know, and those mistakes, uh, attribute them to me. And, and maybe I've misinterpreted someone, someone's data from the past. Um, so so anyway uh, yeah it, it takes on a humble approach and it has a lot of good ideas so i'm just going to share with you here a couple of the ideas that um that that stood out to me at this point i'm only i think about halfway through the book at this point in time um but the reason okay the reason why it it can it stood out to me at this point in time well first of all the word atomic um, when you when you think of that, you think of, or me at least, I think of something big and massive, an atomic explosion. But but he's actually talking about it from the the tiny, you know, an atom is a tiny particle capable of massive uh, uh, implications, you know, when when ex- either well, obviously on when it's turned into a bomb or um, in, um, when it's magnified is, is a word that, that he used. He's, he says, he makes a statement that, um, time magnifies all our habits. So in other words, if you make a small habit, um, over time, that, that small change becomes massive. Um, so that's one of the things that stood out to me. Um, it's, it's, I think its point is to address people who like, like myself, who sometimes you do the right things, but you don't feel like you're seeing the results of it. So one of the analogies he gives is 
the idea of of a bamboo, which uh, I don't know. I I even fact checked this if it's right or not, but it feels like it's right. Um, which said it'll spend years just creating roots, creating an intricate, strong root system, and the the actual bamboo above the surface you you don't see for for years, and then um, very very quickly in in um, uh, relation to how long it was building the roots, it'll just shoot up, you know, a, a few months or something. It'll just shoot up, and and this is how it is with us sometimes. You know, we might be laying the roots for a long, long time and get discouraged because we don't think we're seeing the the benefits of it. But then one day, holy crap! You know, you you start seeing uh, meteoric. I guess, um, improvements. And funny enough, my wife, well, my wife, she'll be my wife tomorrow, um, made a statement like that to me saying how she remembers literally, you know, when, when she first went to lose weight, she remembers looking in just that day that she was able to look in the mirror and say, wow, I've come a long way. Um, same thing with a trajectory. Now he he suggests that he uses the uh, the metaphor of a trajectory of a, an airplane leaving. I can't remember from where, say the UK going to New York. Well, if it's off by like one degree or something like that, it will wind up in the wrong city. Same with you hear that with you know rocket science all the time. Um, was it one of the Apollo ones? I think wound up in the wrong place um, because just just because it was off by like a fraction of a percent or something like that um, in 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 a calculation so I mean something like that speaks to you or speaks to me that you know we we the the little changes we do in our life today have a compounding effect over time and I believe that's true but it's something that we don't necessarily think about in the moment when we're drudging through and when we're in those moments of whether it's discouragement or or whatever it is so um, so that that really spoke to me funny enough yesterday was my cheat day um, and it wasn't intended to be. I didn't want it to be. And I was li- uh, I was listening to this audio book and very hesitant because I was pleased with the with with the habits that I've been putting into place over the last month or so. And I've been making improvements in my body and my body fat levels. <clears throat> And to have a cheat day felt like it was going against this principle, this idea of, you know, um, but in a weird way, it, it, I know, I know it was the right thing to carry through with this. It was quite clear to me my, in the last few days, uh, not quite week, but just under a week. My, my workouts have been lagging. 
I haven't just, I haven't had the drive. I've been fatigued is what it is. I've been undernourished. Um, I've been working hard, training hard, but so I've been doing all the right things. And yet, strangely, this, this day of rest was much needed. And I think it helped me that, that it was Sunday yesterday. And, um, and the idea of Sunday being a day of rest has always sort of made sense to me. Um, whether it's because it's how I was raised or just, you know, whatever, I don't know, but it, it kind of made sense. So, and, and Nancy was, uh, kind of encouraging me that she's like, you know, you, (laughs) you might need a break. Um, and I feel way better. I feel energized today. Um, I I think I needed it. So how does that fit into the idea of these? Well, I don't remember exactly how this this kind of epiphany came to me, but the habit of not running yourself into a ground is a good habit too, you know? Um, so, so in fact, this, this seemed to work to my, to my favor. Um, the habit of not becoming so obsessed with a goal that you cause injury or that you run yourself into the ground or whatever. Um, so, so these, these principles I think can, can manifest in all kinds of interesting ways. Um, I'll just, I, I made a few points. Um, so I'll just re read them off here. Uh, I'm actually just supposed to go into the gym right now. I'm not procrastinating. I just wanted to get through this. Um, so one of the things he, he talks about is the difference between setting goals and habits and, and creating a system. And he, he, there was a quote, something like even winners and losers have the same goal. I think I, I kind of agree with him on this one. Um, he, he says there's that goals aren't what's important. It's the system you put in place. So I think he's right on that. I think that once you begin a process of like a something, some endeavor, you kind of have goals, but that is important. That is an important first step. I, I don't think you can downplay it. I think, I think it is extremely important, um, to, to set good goals the right way or the most effective way I should say. Um, but yeah, once you've done that, it's all about get down and do the work because a goal on its own is pretty, pretty worthless if you don't take any action on it. I think he's right on that. Um, it was, um, uh, what was his name? Pierre Maguire. He was a sports, uh, analyst that, that I used to listen to pretty much every day. And he had this statement that I loved this, this saying, which was, make a plan. Uh, oh geez. <laughs> he has a statement that I love that I can't remember. We'll say that it was, it was something like, uh, make a plan, uh, implement the plan and then adapt the plan. So in other words, y- you come up with a plan, but it's just a plan. How do you know if it's the right plan? Well, you don't, but you got to go ahead and do it as if it is. 
and as you progress and as you learn you'll you'll tweak it you'll you don't stick religiously to the plan but the goal is important because that's that keeps your eye on the prize that's so you know what you're driving towards is this plan the the right one to get there maybe maybe not but you do your best and actually this is something very similar to an idea I talked about in in one of my earlier episodes of this this podcast about the map right knowing your map the 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 terrain you're on where you are on on this map um and where you want to go and then set out a plan of how to do it and you know maybe maybe you're off course maybe the plan isn't perfect because you're not perfect, but that's okay, right? Um, he also touches on on something that is a really important thing to know about goals. And he wasn't the one, the first one to bring this to my mind. I th- the first one, first person I heard talking about it was Jonathan Haidt, um, brilliant writer. And that's the fact that even when you achieve a goal, that's only a momentary um, pleasure, um, or, or it's only satisfying momentarily. Once you achieve a goal, really, for most people, what, what happens is then you say, now what? I mean, this was good, but now what? Um, so that's why goals can't be the be-all and end-all. Uh, the, the process of doing it has to be, and, and we know that that my, making progress towards a goal is in some ways more rewarding than actually achieving the goal. Um, so we we can't lose sight of that because if we do, then what happens is we it, it can actually lead to depression. And the same thing: what if you fall short of the mark of of uh, a goal that an ambitious goal you set up? Well, that's can be discouraging so we have to keep this in mind because the process of working towards a goal is is what's key here and that's what happens when you have these habits you're constantly improving and whether or not you get to a specific marker you're still getting to somewhere you're still doing making some progress so i I think that was um that was an excellent point that that he you know he highlighted in the book as well um i guess he also talked a little bit about the fact that aligning your habits with who you believe yourself to be or who you want yourself to be um sometimes we're on a lot of times we're unaware of our habits um do those align with the person you want to be? And when you when you make it part of your identity, when you deliberately say, is this who I want to be? Then it makes it far more likely that good habits will stick because it's, your, it's part of who you are. Um, It's, I, I guess I find it interesting in this day and age that 
so he he brought up the idea of you know we're we're in a culture of we're in the social media culture like it or not i'm not terribly comfortable in that culture it's a world of likes and dislikes it's a world where everything is magnified so if you post something on on one of the social media platforms and people don't like it then you will get pummeled mercilessly like you're not even a human um if you or even sometimes if you respond to somebody else uh posting something that because and that's that's my downfall is i have a hard time just sitting idly by while somebody posts something that's either foolish or um or or demonstrates to me that they are blind by their ideology um i just have a hard time sitting by and say seeing somebody saying um you know if just blanket statements like like there was one guy who who uh said if you won't if you refuse to uh to say the word the the phrase black lives matters that makes you a racist and i was thinking well what about all the black people who refuse to say it are they racist uh, he, he didn't understand the the fact that it's a, a loaded term it's a politically loaded term so that's a good example there of of just I have a hard time seeing somebody post something like that and not calling them out on it. If you're going to make a, a public statement, you have to be aware that people out there are going to potentially not like it. And that's hard. That's actually hard. In a way, I feel for for this guy posting that because even though he basically unfriends anybody, like I think he's unfriended me now. He unfriends anybody who, who gives ideas that, that causes him to think. Um, but yeah, um, generally speaking, like if it, it can be challenging to put something up and not have everybody pat your back and, and like, 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 you know, you're potentially going to irritate some people. Um, and, and you have to be aware of that. And this is why I think if you're going to post something like that, be prepared to defend your position. Um, I My personal tendency is when I post something that's potentially inflammatory, I usually do it in the, in the form of um, kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of a, a comedic type thing, or even in, in terms of a story, or, or if I come up with a quote that's a little bit like, um, kind of points out the absurdity of a point of view, then I might do that. Like, um, yesterday I actually, I was, okay, this isn't me bragging, so don't take it this way. It was just, um, I was, I was mowing my lawn and I noticed my neighbor's lawn was really bad. So I cut his lawn and then this funny idea came into my head. It's like these days, it's like, if you, first of all, you'd, you're, you'd be kind of a douche to say, announce, hey, look, look what I did for my neighbor. I cut his lawn. Yes, granted. But these days you seem to, it's like in order to be a good person, you need to go and, and call somebody a racist or a bigot. 
of some kind. So it, it brought a funny quote to my mind. So I, I said something along the lines of, yeah, sure, you gave to charity today and you cut your neighbor's grass. But if you called someone a bigot or a racist or something like that, those are the types of posts I, I like posting because it it points out the absurdity of the day we're in. But um, But it is potentially inflammatory. And if someone were to not like that, because they're the type of person who thinks that they're high and mighty by calling someone a racist, they might come after me, and I have to be prepared for that. And um, and I'm okay. I, I find it easier to defend points of view when I when I do them in that way because it's you know it's it's an exaggeration for one thing. And um, if I post something, I'm I'm prepared to you know say I posted this for a reason. So, so, but a lot of people aren't, they just post things. They, they just, it's almost like puppets, right? They just think, oh, well, I should post this. This spoke to me, so I'm going to post it. And then like, and then if someone calls them out on it, they, it's, you know, it becomes a thing. Um, it, it's becomes difficult. And then what I've found is that when I'm the person calling them out, then I have to stand by my calling them out of it and, be prepared that most of their friends are like-minded and uh, and and you're going to get bludgeoned by um by people of a different ideology. Anyway, the point is with this social media world we're in, it magnifies everything. It magnifies, you know, our our dopamine hits, our our um desire for instant gratification. Uh, our desire for tribal acceptance and depression when you don't get that. So it's something to be aware of. Um, I've blathered on um, some of the other quick points that that uh, that he brought up is uh, uh, let's see, do the right thing. Doing the right thing is easy when it's in alignment with who you believe yourself to be. Um, who are you and what is your proof of that? Habits are often transparent to us, so sometimes we're not even aware of our habits. So we should try to make a special point of that. Um, we sometimes think that we're lacking... Oh, this was a big one. Okay. We sometimes think that we're lacking motivation when what we're missing is an action plan. So that's a big one. So... Try thinking that through. If you ever, next time you're feeling like lack of motivation, make a plan and see what happens. So, for example, you're not, you're feeling like, I should go to the gym, but I don't want to, as an example. Well, make an action plan for that. Say, okay, like just make out a workout, make out a workout program for yourself. Okay, and this this is what I want to do. And this is when I want to do it. And that's actually, um, I don't think I wrote this down, but that, that was a big thing he, he uh, talked about was, um, you know, ma- making habits. If you're trying to make a new habit, it's, it's hard for them to stick. So st- either stack it on top of another one. So basically, I already have the habit of, say, making coffee in the morning. Stack a habit on top of that. So say, after I make my coffee... I will uh, go work out at the gym or something. You, you give it a where, 
a when and a why. Often we miss the where, so or what, sorry. So give it a what, what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and where you're going to do it. Give it all those things when you're designing a new one. Um, try to do it in conjunction with either something that you're already doing or um, another idea is to, if it's something that you should do, uh, do it almost like the reward system, like where where something you want to do um, is stacked alongside something that you need to do or you should do. Um, where was I here? So I think that uh, that kind of sums up my thoughts on that uh, for the moment. I mean, like I said, I'm only halfway through the book. I'm going to hit the gym and I'll probably be listening more to it. But I just wanted to share that while it's fresh on my mind. And uh, hopefully it's some benefit for uh, for someone else out there.